Sadie is the goddamn worst dog of all time. Yep. Instigator. She is? Yep. She is. She's the sneaky one. It's always the quiet ones you got to watch out for. She is very quiet. She will uh, sneak downstairs to the basement and then poop. <laughs> yep. She won't tell us she's got to poop. I'll go, hey, do you got to go outside? And she'll be like, nope. And then she'll run downstairs and take a poop. Yeah. She's like, I don't have to poop outside because I'll just go downstairs and poop. And yeah. no one will know. Right. Other than the fact that you'll see me coming up the stairs. Right. And then there's a big old pile of shit down there. Mm-hmm. That wasn't there two minutes ago. Yeah, and I've. It looks like people poop. <laughs> it's a good thing she's pretty cute, though. Hmm. She's the cutest dog I've ever seen in my life. She got big flappy ears. She does have big flappy ears, and uh, hey, everybody! Here's the Alabama oh, motherfucking podcast. Woo, woo, woo! You gotta chime in on the first part I, now. The Graham's not well, here. You're supposed yeah, to chime in on the first part as well. I won't. I will, but not those words. Why? Because. What's wrong? The mofo words? Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with those words? Well, I'll say mother. You can say <laughs> mother ever. Mm, we'll see. We should teach the dogs to do it. Stop being a huge pussy. <laughs> it's inclusiveness. Mother Pussy Podcast. Woo, woo, woo! That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Wouldn't that ah. be like paids? Paids, paids, paids. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. It is uh, Monday, July 22nd, mm. 2019. Uh, 7.15 in the p.m. Uh, I can't lie, everybody. I'm tired as shit. It was a long-ass day. Uh, it was uh, almost a 12-hour day. And I was looking at my hours, and I, I don't know how this is, you know, for the majority of you out there, you're probably going to be like, ah, Stu's a big old fucking pussy. But uh, I just looked at my work hours for the last two weeks. We get paid every other week. And um, I had a combined total of 106 hours in a two-week mm -hmm. period of time. More. It was probably closer to 108. Yep. And uh, that's just too fucking much. It's too fucking much. And I'm supposed to just be part-time. Yeah. I'm not even supposed to be 40 hours, let alone uh, like 54 hours. Mm -hmm. This is too goddamn much. So what would happen if you started to decline some of the offers? Oh, yeah. I would. I, if I declined, probably my boss would have to go do okay. shit. Or one of the sales managers would have to go do shit. Because, uh, I mean, it isn't stuff that, like, like, whatever. You don't need to do this, whatever. It's stuff that they... They want to get done, and it's money to be made, and that's right. the thing for uh, for Dippin' Dots. They want to get all this shit out there. They don't make money unless we get product to customers. Right. So you know, and I've always said too, like Dippin' Dots is a um, it's not a necessity. As much as like candy bars and Coca Cola and all that stuff are also not a commodity. People are more apt to buy a bag of chips a day, a Snickers bar a day, a bottle of Coke a day, as opposed to uh, yeah. Dippin' Dots. Like, I can't tell you how many... Uh, there's... Look at the cat. I can't tell you how many times... Hater. I have uh, heard people say, 
it's been forever since I've had Dippin' Dots. And I get it because it's, I, I don't know if it's still a super new thing with uh, them to be in uh, packets and sold in grocery right. stores and whatever, but people are just only think of it as like when they go to the amusement park or a baseball field or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. So uh, people just I... aren't going to buy it on a daily basis. So it's, it's this, uh, it's this product that's not necessarily in high demand, but then I got to go out and I still have to travel. Like I drove to fucking Toledo today to a mire there and I sold one case. The case is just over 50 bucks. So I drove essentially three hours one way for 50 bucks. And admittedly, it's a, I was doing a route. So there's all these stops on the way back. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, you know, first thing in the morning, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like I just want it to be at least like, worth my while of selling this shit Mm -hmm. but it was just a long fucking day and it just makes you go fuck they should make dippin dots coffee flavor well yeah or something or make dippin dots uh dippin dots uh, like if half and half or whatever you know creamer oh yeah there you go Dippin' Dots Cotton Candy Creamer. Yeah. Some shit like that. Cookies I, and Cream Creamer. I have to say, I never knew it was sold in individual pouches until you started working there. Yes. Yep. I yep. never knew that. Yep. I don't... Probably I didn't either. So, yeah. uh, so there you go. It's a weird thing, and it's... Uh, it's frustrating because everybody wants to make more money, and they complain about stuff. They complain about the drivers, uh... You know, in their hours, and I'm like, hey, man, uh, I'm not asking to work 50-plus hours a week. It right. was never the intention. Right. I mean, I, I like having the hours, but I just, it's uh, it's pretty brutal after a while when you're working 10-plus uh, hours a day, like almost every, like this past, this past week, I worked every day. I worked like a nine-hour day on Saturday, and then even yesterday on a Sunday, I worked a couple hours. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, uh, Right. I'm just, I'm very tired. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I, I don't even, it's not like I don't even have the energy to go look for a different job. Right. No, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Oh, yeah. shit. I yeah. need to find something. There's got to be something out there. If anyone I'll listening. Look, I'll look while I'm off this week. If anyone, you're right. If anyone <laughs> uh, out there is hiring in their positions, please let me know. And it's weird how many people do like, Uh, They say stuff, but then there's never, like, follow through. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to my whole saying of it's not going to happen until it's happening. Right. Too many times I've had people say, yeah, this or that or whatever. We'll get it done, this and that. I'm like, okay. And then, like, it's it's not me asking them. It's them telling me. Mm -hmm. So the onus is on them, and then they just don't follow through. So uh, it is what it is. You got to forge your own path, make your own way. Mm-hmm. Fuck your own butts, I guess. Is yes. uh, the put in your own, stake your own land. Yeah, so, yeah, stake your own butts. So, <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've taken a turn, Jamie. I'm enjoying the show. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. So this is one that you've kept watching that now you do enjoy versus you don't enjoy it but you keep watching it. Yeah, I do enjoy it. Uh, it it's. It's not the greatest of all time, but it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. They can they can get rid of a character here or there. I feel like it's an ensemble cast, and there's just too many people in the ensemble mm-hmm. cast because they feel like it's necessary to have everybody involved in in the show at some point. So there's like three different storylines happening all at once, 
when you're just like, that ah, one storyline is a stupid. You don't need to have it. But they got to have, oh, we got to have this character involved. Yeah. And I'm like, just write out the character. There's one yeah. character in particular, uh, the Chelsea Peretti character. I just don't care for at all. Mm-hmm. I'm, and, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not finding her to be a good actress. I, find, I don't find her terribly funny. I know she's married to uh, Jordan Key, Jordan P. Keel, or whatever the fuck his name is, the guy from Get Out and all that. And uh, mm-hmm. I know she was uh, some other shit. Mm. She's got, she had her own Netflix uh, stand-up special. So clearly very talented. Clearly a lot of people like her. I'm not one of those people. No, And, the, and this is, I think, the only thing I've ever seen her in. I watched a little bit of her stand-up. I didn't care for it either. Okay. But in this, it's just awkward to me. Like, it doesn't flow. She's a psychotic character, and maybe she's nailing the character, but I just don't like Uh -uh. the character, and so, in turn, I don't like her. And I did watch a little bit of her stand-up. I didn't particularly care for that either. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was called One of the Greats or Greatest of All Time or Mm -hmm. something. And, like, I get a lot of it is sarcasm, hyperbole, uh, nudge-nudge with the elbow... Yeah. But, uh, you know, whatever. It, it wasn't for me. Uh, and as far as I know, should, she's still it should, in it today. It should be nudge, nudge over the cliff. Nudge, nudge, get out of the moving car. <laughs> so, something like that, correct. So, but uh, I, I like watching the sitcoms, Jamie, because it's like 20 to 25 minutes and then it's over. It's not anything I have to necessarily pay a ton of attention to and it's this and that. And, right. Then you're done. So as opposed to what, like I know you watch a lot of Queer Eye, mm-hmm. which I I don't understand the appeal of Queer Eye, to be honest. But you enjoy it, so please tell me, explain to me the appeal of Queer Eye. I started watching it under Graham's recommendation. What? Yep. I wouldn't have just watched it. That huge homo yes. recommended you watch Queer Eye? Yes. Oh my goodness. He said, you'll cry on some of them. And, uh, Why would you want to watch something and cry? Well, just it being, it's touching sure. like that. I guess. Uh, Is that the point of the show? Is it kind of like one of those, we're going to build you a house. Well, and then they build someone a house who was homeless. The, like the, the mom's husband died in, in Afghanistan and she's got diabetes and her, her kids got her leprosy. Right, or both her legs are cut off because her kid with leprosy touched them and yeah. so that's why they fell Could off. Could never heal. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, show like that? It's on a much smaller scale and I think on uh-huh. a more intimate scale. Yeah, okay. For sure. Yeah, okay. So it's, it is longer. It's like, I think, 45 minutes long. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's yeah. Like it's an, it's an hour show for sure. But it's not progressive either. So and I, I, mean, what is, I mean, I don't... This is what I don't like about Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or whatever it's called. This is Queer Eye now. This is just Queer Eye, it's not yeah. for the Straight Guy. Right. It, what I don't like about it is that it, it's giving this, it's giving into the stereotype of all gay dudes have fashion sense. All gay dudes like know that, like they're fucking leprechauns or some shit of like, ask the genie and they'll fucking grant you a wish and uh, of course he knows he's gay he knows what kind of gel to put in my hair and he knows fucking the right kind of chino pants to wear to Mm -hmm. a funeral because he's gay Mm -hmm. i'm like you know what i've met and know plenty of gay dudes who uh, couldn't be farther away from any of that bullshit yeah these five happen to be pretty gifted in what they're doing Uh but there's other shows that aren't gay people 
Like you've what? had other makeover type shows that don't involve gay people. I'm not talking about the other shows. I don't right. even know what they are. We're talking about Queer Eye. I know, but you made it like I guess I was thinking that you were saying. That well, it's because because, because of that show. I'm sure there's many people out there who go, "Yeah, this dude's got fashion sense because he's gay." This dude knows how to do things because he's gay. It's kind of like going, you know what? That guy's black, so he must have a huge cock. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. There's people, there's shows out there that are straight people, and, and people aren't going, well, they know how to build that house because they're straight. Yeah, but it's the... Uh, it's You're the taking sta- a No, look. it's the stereotype. It's that stereotype that somehow has been uh, placed upon the gay man... Of like, well, clearly he's got fashion sense well, because he's fat, gay. Clothing and what? hair, clothing and hair. That's what I'm sure. talking yeah, about. Yeah, there's the other aspects of it that, like the cooking. Yeah, gay dudes are good with cooking too. Oh, I've never heard that. That's part of the stereotype. No, it's not. It's kind of like uh, anything that you might uh, attribute to females. Now, gay dudes are uh, a part of that. They, they're on top of it. They know what's going down. I've not heard all of that. Hairstylist? I think. Gay dude. There ha- there's always been male hairstylists. Yeah, because they're gay. You are putting way too much in between these spaces. Jamie, why are you arguing with me about this? Because you're wrong. I, I am not wrong. You know what I was wrong about, though? Hmm. Jamie, hmm. we went and saw a movie yesterday. Yeah. What did we see? Rocket Man. And uh, I can't lie, everybody. I had no idea Elton John was gay. No idea. Now you are lying. Because <laughs> that would be pretty pathetic. <laughs> he was one of the manliest guys I had ever seen before in my life. Huh. Him and Liberace. Huh. Super well, that explains a lot. Super straight. Well, I that's I put that in the in my uh, post because I always put like I'm watching the shit out of movies right. on Facebook. Yeah, I saw it. And then I put I posted. I was like, "Holy fuck! Did you guys know Elton John was gay?" Mm-hmm. And uh, so a lot of people were thought that I was serious because clearly, all right, everybody, like uh, if you just pay a little bit of attention to Elton John and the music scene, or whatever, you would know that he was gay, right? It, it, he came out many many years ago, mm-hmm. and, and there you go. Right. But I played it up that I had no, that I had no idea. So some people thought that you thought that. Yeah, some people thought I was being serious and and believing that uh, Elton John was straight. Huh. Wow. So, Hmm. uh, all right. So let's talk about the movie because a lot of people ask me what I thought about it, and I said I'm doing it. I'm telling it's on the podcast. I'm saving it for the podcast. (laughs) Uh, So if if you want to know how I feel about it, here we go. What did you think about it, Jimmy? I liked it a lot. How many thumbs up your butt? I would give it two. Two thumbs up I your would. butt? Pretty good. Okay. Uh-huh. I would probably give it one and a quarter. Hmm. One and a quarter. Okay. Like one and a fingernail or something. Ow. Yeah. Itchy I, up there? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, part of what I didn't like, like it obviously is going to get compared to Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Bohemian? Uh, the fuck did I just say? I think he's a bohemian. No, it's a bohemian. Mm. I think he's a bohemian. Ugh, Jamie, you will go back and re-listen to this and tell me <laughs> that I was right. Oh. Uh, it will get uh, clearly because of uh, 
uh, they're both from the same rock era. They're both uh, English, uh, both gay lead singers. Uh, So there you go. So, but uh, clearly different movies. Um, I liked, I can't lie, I liked uh, Bohemian Rhapsody better. Mm -hmm. I liked it more because I felt like it had more of a documentary style type flow to it. Like, even though I know a lot of people complained about some of the accuracies of it and the timeline of it and the flow of it, I still liked it better because it introduced it, uh, uh, characters, it introduced uh, conflict. I can see that, yeah. And uh, then they did have concert footage of, like, they're on stage right. and they're singing their songs, this or that. Where Rocket Man, what I didn't like about it was, like, you know, the kind of movie was moving along and all of a sudden they just bust out in the song. So someone asked me if it was, like, a musical, mm-hmm. and I was like... It's very much like a musical. Mm-hmm. I, I would describe it to be more musical than regular movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't like how um, oh, it didn't it didn't uh, it didn't seem to flow in any kind of like chronological order to me. I mean, it, it did. But then like, well, when it, when is this happening? Like, what year is this and how old are these people? And like. I almost felt like you had you would know if you paid more attention to like the costumes mm-hmm. that he had these very mm-hmm. crazy intricate costumes that he was wearing of like oh he wore that in his 1975 tour or whatever. Yeah, now that you say that, yeah. It was a strange yeah. thing because like it ended when he was still very much performing. Like mm-hmm. Elton doesn't tour a ton anymore. I mean, he's I think he's like 69 years old, 70 years old, something like this. He's a pretty old guy. Yeah. But uh, I think it, it, it ended like in the mid-80s or whatever. Uh, yeah. Because they were like, he's he's been 28 years sober because mm-hmm. it kind of ended with him in a rehab facility. Right, right. Maybe we should have said spoilers to everybody. But oh, yeah. What a, spoilers! But if you're saying you're going to talk about a movie, it's sure. kind of right, a given. Right, well, right. Ho- hopefully so. Hopefully right. so. I don't want someone to be like, Motherfucker, Stu, you, yes. ru- you ruined the story of Elton John for me. What I did like is they did show the the pictures at the end with little, yes. you know, Saint era captions or whatnot. Yeah. But I wish, I do wish they would have used more real actual footage. Throughout the movie, for sure. And now that you say that about the years, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Nice. I mean, all this frame like, of reference. I wasn't a huge Elton John fan. Like, I liked his songs, but I never would have been like, I need to see Elton John. Yeah, not till later. I mean, a lot maybe. of a lot of his songs, like I just thought, were dumb. Like Crocodile Rock. That's a dumb fucking song to me. Yeah, I don't, it's fun. I don't really know I don't, what I didn't even it. think it was fun. I was like, this is a it's dumb a fun song. song. It's ah. a good dance song. No, for me, well, I'm never, I'm not going to dance, Jamie, so I don't care if it's songs good to dance to. Well, yeah, but I do. Well, then there you go. That's right. why you like it. I'm telling you for me. I'm like, that's a dumb song. Right. Goodbye to Yellow Brick Road. I kind of like it. Ah, you know, whatever. Some of them, though, then made sense to me as you, because they would, he would sing them. Yes. During that time. And, you know, they were written by the other guy. Bernie Toppin. And so they were reflective of, some of them were reflective of what was going on. It was very strange to me how they didn't even, they collaborated, but not really. It was kind of like Bernie just comes up with these songs, mm-hmm. mailed Elton John the songs, right. and then Elton came up with the music to go with it. Yeah. Because I would assume, like, if I was the, the lyricist, 
Like, I would have an idea of how the song would sound. Mm -hmm. But you're like, yeah, whatever, let Elton figure the fuck this stuff out, right? right? Like, it's strange to me how Bernie was that way. And it was nice that they included him in the movie. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, are they going to include him or not? Because he always was sort of like the background dude. Like, he didn't really know about him until much later in Elton's career. I didn't even know about him. I had no idea. I thought Elton John wrote a song. I had Elton no idea. can't write for shit. Well, I know that now. <laughs> so it was nice they did it. It was unfortunate that, um, I mean, clear, clearly it's another one of these like sad storylines of like fame and fortune just got the better of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was interesting to watch because it, there still was like, uh, when he made it, when he came to L.A. for the first time, he came to America for the first time, he's playing the Troubadour, which apparently is a very famous like rock club in L.A. Yeah. And he's out there and he's playing it. And everyone's like, oh my fucking God, everyone's losing their fucking mind. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one dude in the corner who's all like suited up, clearly looks out of place, looks very corporate. Yep. And he's got, he's got like a dumb like smirk on his face. And then it's the trope of like, oh, that's the fucking evil money dude. Yep. Like you knew before that dude said anything, before you even knew who he was, you knew like mm-hmm. that's the dude who's going to use Elton for whatever. And he did. And then he also was, uh, he was apparently, he was gay himself and uh, became mm-hmm. Elton's lover and manipulated him in other ways. Yep. And uh, I mean, that just created for conflict in the movie. Boundaries, people, boundaries. Yeah, just just awful. Well, I, I think he he was a little older and he preyed upon a twenty three year old Elton John. Vulnerable. He was yeah, vulnerable. Vulnerable and you you're you know, you're out there and you're just having fun and right. it's just it's the rock and roll lifestyle, baby. And mm-hmm. it's easy to get caught up in that bullshit. I think in a very small way you see a lot of uh comics get caught up in that mm-hmm. bullshit as well too, of like yeah. you're always out, you're partying, you're meeting people and whatever. It was funny when we're watching the movie, right? Like, I'm, I'm saying it now, everybody. I knew that Elton was gay. That I was not introduced to his homosexuality through the movie. But uh, there were certain points in this movie that were pretty uh, overtly sexual. Yeah. And um, we sat in a, in a small movie theater. It sat maybe, I don't know, 50 people. Maybe. It's definitely... You know, this movie's been out like a month, so clearly it's going to be in the smallest theater they got. And so, you know, everybody's sitting next to each other. Mm -hmm. It's hard for you just to avoid people you Mm -hmm. can't, really. So there are uh, three farm boys who are sitting next to me. They're like one seat over. (laughs) And uh, clearly... They're, they're, they're guys who are used to working on John Deere kind of tractors and whatever. Yeah. And they came in, uh, they sat down, they got all the food, the bags of popcorn, whatever, they're watching the movies. And then the scene comes on uh, where Elton finally is getting down dirty with that uh, evil manager guy. Yep. Someone's getting cock. Yeah. And uh, you see a lot of stuff. You don't really see cock. But uh, simulated cock action is Mm -hmm. what you're getting. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, three farm boys were like, well, that's it. And (laughs) uh, they all simultaneously got up and they left. Yeah. And they they did not come back. And I assumed that they weren't going to because I thought it was weird how, like, one person will get up to go use the bathroom Mm -hmm. or one person will get up to go get their drink, but all three of them at the same time. Right. So I'm assuming they're like... 
they were like what I pretended to be on Facebook. And they're like, what? He's gay? Yeah, right. And then they just couldn't handle it. I And then we were like, I, maybe they went out and they experimented. They they sucked each other's yeah. cocks they're in like, the bathroom. Oh, that looks like fun. Oh, shit. I didn't know we could fuck dudes. <laughs> oh, we. I didn't know I was gay. <laughs> AIDS. AIDS. They got the AIDS. They got the movie AIDS. They got maids. Uh... So it was just really weird, and they. But the one of the weirdest parts for me too was like they left their popcorn there. Yeah, they bought a huge bag of popcorn, which cost like I don't know at least eight bucks, right. would be my guess. And I'm like, take that shit with you, yeah. dudes. Left it right on the floor. Right we there. all had to walk over. I could have kicked the shit out of that yeah. thing. It was, it was super funny. So I mean, maybe they didn't, but it just seemed uh, very strange, coincidental that mm-hmm. after the first uh, gay love scene. That farm boys just all decide to get up and leave. And then come back. Yeah, and they didn't come back. Right. And it was maybe only like 30 minutes into the movie, right. so it wasn't like the movie was almost over. It was like a third of the way through. Yeah. Do you think maybe they went and complained so then they could go watch a different movie for free? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But I, how weird would that be if like, <laughs> yeah, we're not liking Rocket Man. Okay. Uh, it's understandable, sir. So uh, what was the problem? Why didn't you like about it? Too much cock fucking. Yes, maybe. Oh, it was too much cock fucking. Okay, <laughs> well, uh, here we go. Like, if some... I wonder. Yeah, so it'd be very strange. Yeah. Like, so, what do you think they went and saw? Like, uh, if, they, if they left a Rocket Man because there's Lion too much King. cock, they went to go see Lion King. <laughs> the farm boys went to go see Lion King. I was gonna say Crawl, the alligator movie. Like there's there's no cock fucking. Oh, there might have been cock chomping. Yeah, there I probably would be a cock yeah. chop in there. The old good old alligator yeah. chops someone right in the crotch. That's yeah. how, that's what an alligator sounds like when he's eating cock. Then just gulp, gulp, and then he throws up. Brutally shits it out. That's cock poop right there. So, uh, let's stick with the gay theme. Uh, Today on the facial book, um, good friend and listener, uh, Kenny from Nashville, Mm -hmm. posted in the Zaniac page, uh, because he was asking about uh, the Patreon, because I know he is a Patreon member of the Eric Zane Show, and he's also a Patreon subscriber to this podcast as well. And he asked about the RSS feed and about putting it in the browser because he doesn't like listening off the Patreon website. It's strange to me how people have their particular ways about doing stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Like they all want to listen through Spotify or SoundCloud or CastBox or iTunes or whatever. And there there you go. Like I know if I can listen to something through CastBox, I'm going to. But if something's not on CastBox... I don't have a problem with going to Podbean or uh, Stitcher or wherever to, to get the podcast from. But uh, so he asked about it, and he asked me originally, like in a message, I was like, "Yeah, man, so I've I have right. no fucking clue. I'm uh, anything uh, technical like that. I have no clue." Like Graham tried to show me how to get uh, our podcast up on Spotify. I'm like, "All right, I'll do it." Yeah. And we got all the way through it, and I loaded it up, and they're like, great, this is that, here's the RSS feed, this is that. And they're like, okay, uh, we emailed you uh, an eight-digit code to get this going, and I never got the email from them. And I don't know what email they sent it to, because I have two emails that uh-huh. they could have sent it to, 
and it never came to me. And I don't know how to fix that. Did, so, did you check your junk mail? Check the junk mail. Huh. I check spam. I do all that shit all the Weird. goddamn time. I know enough to check spam. Okay. And there you go. So, huh. yep. So it, it's not on Spotify, and I don't know how to get it up on Spotify. Apologies if you prefer to listen to it on Spotify. I don't Weird. know what to fucking tell you. It's it's dumb as shit. I hate mm-hmm. I hate Spotify. I can go fuck itself right now. <laughs> so he asked people, and you know, people are giving him advice or suggestions or whatever this or that. There you go. But then one person has to go, uh, why would you listen to Stu? He's not funny. Oh. And then he wrote hashtag for life. And then he wrote hashtag Stu sucks big D or something like that. And I don't know this dude. Huh. Uh, I've only seen his name in the Zaniac page occasionally. He likes to post about stuff, but I'm like, I've as far as I know, I've never met huh. this dude. I've never interacted with this dude. I didn't and, see it. And, and, and well, it's just one of these things again. Of I've said it to you. I've said it on this podcast numerous times. If someone wants to say shit like that to me, it's because they fucking know me. Because if you're saying it to me and you don't know me and I don't know you, I'm assuming it's because you're a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Now, like yeah. if Kenny were to say that. Or Graham were to say yeah. that, or anybody else. Like, I know they're kidding, but when it's some dude that I don't even fucking right. know, like, why the fuck are you saying that? Yes. And so I wanted to comment numerous ways to it. I just, I ultimately decided not to, because mm-hmm. I'm like, why engage with this cocksucker? Yep. But I asked Kenny about it. I was like, do you know who this cocksucker is? And he was like, yeah, I met him once, whatever this or that, you know, there you go. But normally, what I'd like to do now is if someone... uh is trying to indicate that I'm gay or that I suck cock or something like that. Uh, instead of getting defensive about it, I lean right into mm-hmm. it. I lean into the gayness. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I like sucking cock all day. I'd suck your cock, but it's too fucking tiny, you little bitch. <laughs> I will lean right into it. Because right. the reason that these guys will call you like gay or fag or you suck cock is because they're a little... Uh, they're a little, Jamie, you ready for this? Hmm. They're a little homophobic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they probably want to suck some cock themselves, and it makes them nervous. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you got to lean into it. You got to get It'd super gay. Yeah. You got to become Liberace and Paul Lynn and uh, Richard Simmons, and you got to wrap it all into one and just lay it at them. And uh, they quickly back away. I've done it before with guys, and they lay quick, out. quickly, they quickly back away from you. Yeah. Because uh, they're not expecting that. They're expecting you to be like, no, I don't suck cock. I'm like, no, I suck all the cock. They're I those... sucked your dad's cock last night. Tasted like... like your mouth. Oh, it's like those three guys in the movie. Right, exactly. It's like those three dudes yep. were probably all in their Dodge pickup driving on the way home. Like, oh, this guy's a bunch of fags. Mm-hmm. This, that. And, uh, you know, so whatever. It's just, again, super weird to me yep, when people do that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to talk about the live podcast, everybody, because we haven't uh, talked about it. Because we did the Thursday one. We did the live podcast Friday. We did the Patreon last night. We talked about the live podcast. Yeah. But not on the freebie. And, uh. Someone said that I should post the live podcast uh, on the freebie. Oh. And I said, no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and their reasoning was, like, more people could listen to it, and maybe more people would listen because of it, uh, this or that. And, I, and I'm not going to necessarily disagree with that. Right. But here's my thing. Uh, the podcast was free. Mm-hmm. 
the live podcast was free. We did have like about 40 people showed up. It was great. Uh, I appreciate all of you who listened and came out to yeah. the live podcast. Yeah. Fantastic. But I want to put the live podcast on the Patreon because these people pay for shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good thing for them to get. Right. Because you paid for it. So you should get this special thing. Right. Not just everybody. Right. right. If that makes any kind of it sense. It makes sense to me. And if people were really interested, then maybe they'll be like, oh, fuck, I should get into the podcast, right. into the Patreon podcast, because mm-hmm. I'm going to get cooler stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that, that's the rationale for it. Right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so. I think that makes sense. And then it also, I, I think about how if, you know, if there's another one, then people will... Come sure. there more, too, if it's not just available free. I, right. I and mean, I do want people... And, and that was the thing, too, of like the stuff I struggled with when we did the, the Tonight Tonight show, and we did the Facebook Live of it, mm-hmm. and then I struggled with, should we Facebook Live right. it or not? Because if we Facebook Lived it, then I know people, they could stay at home, yep. and they wouldn't have to come to the venue or whatever, this, that, and it just was like... We'll just Facebook live in anyway, and, mm-hmm. and then there you go. So, but yeah. uh, I mean, that's the rationale, everybody. So, if you want to listen to the uh, live podcast, it's going to be put up on Patreon at some point. I got to get together with uh, Matt Harper because he recorded it through his computer, and I recorded it here through this Tascam. So, yeah. I don't know if we'll edit shit together or not, or maybe I'll just post from the Tascam and see how it came out. I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet. Why is it called the Tascam? Because that's the name brand. Oh. It's not a camera, though, right? No. Okay. It's Cam is not for camera. It's oh. just Tascam. Okay. T-A-S-C-A-M. Tascam. Okay. What do you think the TAS stands for, then? I tassel? Was... The Tassel camera? Yeah, for Pacey's? Yes, exactly. <laughs> for Pacey's. One of the things that we did, though, everybody, was we did a, uh, a Q&A. Yeah. And uh, we didn't get to answer all the questions from it so i think we would at least do this we okay. can answer some of the questions Family. that were left over uh well, we already did that one um do we already do this who will be elected president in 2020 do we already do that question i think so um i was pretty hand boned because we um, didn't know because i think we're like we don't know who all is gonna be right so i think we did do that one yeah. i would say uh, I think we all actually said Trump. Trump, yeah, yeah. Right now, I think it's Trump. Some of these are I'm not. I'm just going to ignore because they're just kind of silly. Uh, we got that. We already did that one. Uh, here we go. Jesus, they're all very sexual and orientation. Before you said yes. you're going to do this. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I suppose oh, did I should have. Uh, no, <laughs> god damn it, Jamie. A lot of these we already answered. Uh, oh, yeah. What was the biggest regrettable gig you ever took? Boy, uh, I did a gig in, um, uh, God, in, was it Bloomington, Illinois? It was somewhere in Illinois. And uh, it was an... I didn't regret taking it because I thought it would be good. It was a two-day gig, and I get there for the Friday gig, and I regretted it from the Friday gig because it was sort of like they were doing like a um, a festival of sorts mm. is what they were calling it. And uh, I got there with the headline, and we're hanging out. They had done essentially like a three-hour open mic 
before the real show. And the place was packed. You know, I mean, it wasn't a very big room. It was, I don't know, maybe 80 people or whatever. And um, we're sitting there, and it's just the, the comedians that were on this show were not, they were just not good, mm-hmm. uh, very dirty, just very awful. And so I can only imagine when people were dealing, sitting through a three-hour show. That's a show should be 90 mean. minutes, not 30 hours, right? right? That's so, so it's just awful. So when when everything was done and said, when they ended it, and they're like, yeah, we're going to take a 15-minute break uh, before we get the paid show on, uh, pretty much everybody left. Yeah, right. And I can't blame them. They were right. Again, they were held hostage. They probably were barraged with just shit jokes. And um, the guy who emceed our show was a guy, he told a lot of, like, rape jokes. And he um, he was yelling at someone in the crowd, like an audience member. It was very awkward, very bad. And so I did a little bit of research, and apparently this guy um, had previously gotten in trouble for, like, threatening to rape someone in the parking lot when he was on God. stage. And it's the whole guise of, like, this is comedy and uh, free speech and whatever, all this stuff. So there was an actual, the name of the club was called, like, Comedy on Main Street or something hmm. like that. And there was, so they had their fan page, and then there was another one, like, Boycott Comedy on Main Street. Uh-huh. There were more people who are fans of the Boycott, the comedy club, than the actual comedy club. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I mean, I let the booker know about all this stuff because the guy who was the MC was, like, the house MC, uh-huh. and he was just atrocious. And uh, he was a dude who... Had only been doing comedy like a year or two. He was not a guy who was going to listen. Like, I'm just trying to talk to him about stuff. And so uh, the club ultimately closed because mm-hmm. um, it was shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, open micers were shit. And it was all shit. And it's something that it pops up in my timeline every year. Oh, yeah. And I see it. And then I always get a hold of the uh, feature or the guy, uh-huh. the, the headliner. And I always get a hold of him. And I'm uh-huh. always like, yeah, uh, five years ago today, we did the worst fucking gig we've ever done. Ever. Anniversary. Yeah. Right. And he, he he also doesn't disagree. He agrees with me 100% uh-huh. about just how shitty it was. So. Wow. It was unfortunate because the room itself could have been nice. Uh-huh. Um, it, it, it's kind of a, a shitty town. But, I mean, if it had been done right, it could have... Um, the club could still be there today. But you, right. you get the wrong people involved. Well, and the, and yeah. shit happens. So. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Huh? Someone just wrote Pellerito. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what that means. Is all I wrote Pellerito. Uh, yeah. I wonder if he meant to put this in the smarter than Jamie thing. Oh, maybe. I don't know. That could be too. <laughs> uh, I think we did that one. Ooh, Michael Bussler. He put his name. Oh, in I bet they. They bet they. That's yeah, so funny. I think we threw in all their names. We already did that one. It's a banana split wrapper. Ah, <laughs> uh, what? Oh, that's something about the crowd. Um, here we go. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, a lot of these questions are just garbage, everybody. I'm just ignoring them. Oh, here we go. What happened to emails from Stu's mom? We missed them. Oh, that's uh, a good one. That's, that's an interesting question. Um, mom hasn't emailed me in a while, can't lie. Uh, mom and I had a little bit of falling out. Uh, I'll say that out loud on the podcast. So I haven't spoken with my mom in a long time. And uh, so there we go. So that, that's where they went. Uh, I know mom used to listen to the podcast. I don't know if she does anymore. But right. uh, but yeah, there we go. Sometimes in life, 
things don't quite turn out how you would want. And uh, there you go. That's how it turned out. So, yeah. There you go. It's a bummer, but what are you going to do, right? Right, right. We move on, everybody. We move on. So if you guys do want to hear uh, more of uh, the live podcast, it'll be on Patreon. I'll try to get it on in the next week or two. So. Yeah, see, most of them are mostly. Jamie's now looking at all the questions, uh-huh. and uh, she's realizing that it's all sexual in nature. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I sent you a couple things, Jamie. I'm uh-huh. trying to get to it here on the uh, old uh, Texterino. My phone is slow as shit. You a couple or just one? What's that? I thought I had sent you a couple things. You sent me the picture of the the picture. Of the cranes, and then you sent me the article. Oh yeah, I think those were the only. The two. Art, This is an article, everybody. Oops, nope, I don't want to do that. Please just open. And my phone just went to shit. Uh, this is this is why things should be better. And open here we go. Oh, this is a question. It's an article about death. Who doesn't think about death? Every day. I do. I think about death every day, everybody. I think about it every day, and uh, one day it'll come, and it'll be okay. Uh, But this is an article talking about what happens after you die, like your consciousness. Mm -hmm. What happens after you you die? And uh, religious people tell you what, Jing? You go to heaven or hell? Your soul. Yeah. This isn't, uh, this is not one of the articles about that at all, so... No. This is an article talking about what happens to your consciousness. I guess it's not necessarily talking about your soul, but it's talking about your thought process and where that, your brain and your memories and your mind, where all Mm -hmm. that goes. Mm -hmm. And this guy, uh, his name is Robert Lanza. He wrote a book called Biocentrism, How Life and Consciousness Are the Keys to Understanding the Nature of the Universe. Woo! 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 Already pretty heady, Jamie. Pretty heady. <laughs> yep. But he's an expert in regenerative medicine and scientific director of advanced cell technology company. Yep. Which even that, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I uh, had to read this a few times. Uh, he's known for his extensive research, which uh, dealt with stem cells. He was also famous for several successful experiments in cloning endangered animal species. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's the guy who's going to give us a Jurassic World, I guess, right? Sure. He's going to bring back fucking dinosaurs and they're going to yep. destroy everything. Perfect. But biocentrism teaches that life and consciousness are fundamental to the universe. It is consciousness that creates the material universe, not the other way around. So I guess it's our consciousness that brings together everything else. Right. Which I guess is, to me, it's all very philosophical, right? But isn't our consciousness, like, whether we're awake or not, right? Our consciousness also is, like... Or I, right I, and wrong. It's the guy who think. It's the guy who believes, like, I think, therefore I am. It's that thing. It's like okay. you're aware of yourself and you're aware of other things. That's your okay. consciousness. It's not that you're awake. Like, you can still... Your consciousness can be going on even if you're, like, in a coma, right? Like, you can still... Like, people will be in a coma, right. but they can still hear shit... They just can't right. respond right, to right, it, so right. you're okay. conscious. Yes, yes, yes. So it's yes. not being awake and aware in that right. sense. Right, no, so. I know. I Yes. The theory implies that death of consciousness simply does not exist. 
So like when you right. die, your conscious uh, doesn't go away. It only exists as a thought because people identify themselves with their body. They believe the body is going to perish sooner or later, think of their consciousness will disappear too. If the body generates consciousness, then consciousness dies with the, when the body dies. Right. So it's the whole thing of like, you're believing the material stuff creates your consciousness, but mm-hmm. it's, it's the other way around. Because he continues with, but if the body receives consciousness in the same way that a cable box receives satellite signals, then of course consciousness does not end at the death of the physical vehicle. Right. Consciousness exists outside of constraints of time and space. It is able to be anywhere in the human body and outside of it. So that can explain why like people have that out-of-body experience, whether it's like through trauma or whatever else. Right. They're floating above each other. They can see shit. And I've had, you know, I don't know if that's like deja vu or lucid dreaming as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe they're all related. Maybe. I don't This is very abstract for me. Come on. Well, Where I, the fuck's Graham? Well, I... I don't, I have a hard time with separating it. So to me, if I'm dead, my consciousness is dead. No, your body is dead. Right. It's, but it's all consciousness is not your body. But it's a part of who you are. Yeah. And I don't know. I have a hard time separating it. To me, it's almost like, uh, like your spirit is going somewhere else. It's kind of what. You know how, like, you see those, like, there's, like, evil spirits and they go inside somebody else and they possess them. That's kind of what I'm thinking about what this, how he's describing this. Lanz also believes that multiple universes can exist simultaneously. So he believes in the multiverse, Jamie. the parallel. Like, Marvel Universe. Parallel universe. Like, Spider-Man. Yeah. Into the multiverse. Stranger things. In one universe, the body can be dead, and another continues to exist, absorbing consciousness which migrated into this universe. So this means that a dead person, while traveling through the same tunnel, ends up not in hell or heaven, but in a similar world he or she once inhabited, but this time alive. And so, uh, and so on infinitely. Mm-hmm. It's almost like cosmic Russian doll afterlife effect. I don't know if I like that or not. So, right. so the multiple world thing is kind of interesting. Uh, then he talks about the soul. Yeah. He says, there is abundance of places or other universes where our soul could migrate after death, according to the theory of neobiocentrism. But does the soul exist? Is there any scientific theory of consciousness that could accommodate such a claim? There was. You remember that movie Seven Pounds? No. With Will Smith? Not. Never saw it. God damn it, Jamie! Where the fuck, Graham? <laughs> uh, it talked about how, that's how much your soul weighs. Your soul weighs oh. seven pounds. He. Uh, yeah, spoiler some... alert. Uh, what he Will Smith was not a very good man. He did a lot of bad things. So at the end of his life, he killed himself. But he he did it in such a way that like his body parts could be harvested, mm-hmm. so to to make amends. Got it. But then they talked about how his soul weighed seven pounds. Huh. So, according to Doctor Stewart Hammer Hammeroff, he must be smart if his yes, name's Stewart. Of course. A near death experience happens when the quantum information that inhabits the nervous system leaves the body and dissipates into the universe. Yeah. Contrary to materialistic accounts of consciousness. Dr. Hameroff offers an alternative explanation of consciousness that can perhaps appeal to both the rational scientific mind and personal intuitions. Consciousness resides in the microtubules of the brain cells, 
which are the primary sites of quantum processing. Upon death, this information is released from your body, meaning that your consciousness goes with it. They have argued that our experience of consciousness is the result of quantum gravity effects in these microtubules, a theory which they dub orchestrated objective reduction. That's, that's <laughs> See, this is why I was just like, uh, blah, 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 blah. yeah, that's some, <laughs> some pretty heavy shit. But I like the fact, because I've never been a huge heaven or hell guy. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, you know, I kind of, I've always kind of liked the idea of, um, uh, what the fuck is it when you when you come back and you're reincarnated? Yeah, you're reincarnated as whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I like this concept of uh, the multiverse. I kind of like the idea of I'm dead. I'm just dead. Of just nothing. You're yeah. just snuffed out Done. like a candle in the wind. Yeah, I'm dead. Jesus Christ, that's awful, Jamie. Because then you just go through life. You don't. Do, I don't know. You just go through life and then it's over. So why right. do anything then? Because you want to have a meaningful life while you're here. It is a shit. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't want it. You Fuck everyone over. You shouldn't do things to earn your way or try to earn your way into heaven or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's so not you right. might as well just go rape, steal, and pillage. Well, but that, it doesn't matter. It does matter. Lead your best life and fuck everyone over. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to lean right into it. Lean into it. Okay. Lean into it, Jamie. <laughs> the energy of your consciousness potentially gets recycled back into a different body at some point, and in the meantime, it exists outside of the physical body in some other level of reality, and possibly in another universe. So what happens to so, the consciousness that was already in that body? I have no idea. You it goes kick on it out? something else, I guess. So this was over at uh, ConsciousReminder.com, if you guys are... Uh, so inclined to read more of it. So right. I, I liked it. I saw it uh, pop up in my uh, feed. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool I like story. the idea of it, but I don't see how it could happen. Because, again, like I just said, sure. how can it go into a, a body uh-huh. when there's already a conscious in that body? I think, I think it's talking about, like, a new baby. So that new baby can't have its own conscious? It's got to have a recycling Yeah, it's an body? empty vessel. The body, you were just saying it's just a body, so it's an empty vessel. But the, but then they're not even able to grow up to be what they would want to be because they this conscious went into them. Right. Yeah, I don't like that idea. I do. It's just a, it's just an empty cell, and you you just put something into it. Oh. You put the consciousness into it. So uh, You sent uh, something, Jamie. I'm going to let you read about it since uh, you sent it to me. I don't have it pulled up. Come on, well, Jamie. Well, you just sprung that out. Where the fuck is Graham? I didn't know that you were going to actually use it. Well, then why did you send it? I Just because in case. I didn't know you were going to actually use it. But I actually have something also. Oh, you do? Okay. You can do Bush Beer is giving free beer for life to those who find Secret Forest pop-up shops. What? Yeah. You have to go on to the, the Bush Beer guy. Yeah is tweeting clues or something like that. Ugh, so I, I hate stuff that. like that because I can never figure it out and it's just dumb. Right, so I had just seen that. Fair enough, but that was wild, not what you sent no, me. No, wild horse kicks swimsuit-clad tourists in the groin. Yes! At, at uh, Maryland Beach. Right. A Maryland Beach. Maybe it was a gay horse and he was trying to get some. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, what? When I read it, uh-huh. apparently there's an island... Oh, this is funny. Uh, it's spelled A-S-S-A-T-E-A-G-U-E, Island. Assateague, I don't know, uh-huh. Island. Uh-huh. Outside of um, Maryland, coast uh-huh. off the coast of Maryland. 
And apparently there's wild horses on there. Uh-huh. And people were warning this guy, don't approach the horse. Don't yeah. approach it. And he goes to pat his backside and it, it kicks kicked him. him in well, the groin. It's like it's the same thing we talked about the dude and the bear a couple a week yeah. or so ago. Right. Like, stay the fuck away from bears. And he's like try, I don't know if he's trying to pet it or whatever he's trying to right. do. He's like the dude's like three feet away from a fucking mama bear. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad for these people no. at all. I, I wish that bear had killed that fucking dude. The only problem with that is then people would have killed the bear. Right. Like, oh, we got to kill the bear now. I'd be like, nope, kill that dude's family. Don't kill his offspring. They're going to be dumb as fuck, too. <laughs> right. Right? That's what it should be. If you go touch a bear, uh, you die, and then your offspring die. Yeah. We, so, we don't need stupidity to reign supreme anymore. Pat Wisely. The fuck's Pat Wisely? No, Pat Wisely. Oh, Pat Pat Wisely. Yes, I thought part of this also was interesting because they talk about how the horses on the island they're famous among the locals and travelers. Yeah, it's unclear how exactly they ended up on the island, but according to local for folklore, they landed on Assateague after surviving a shipwreck over 300 years ago. Sure, so they're just descend, uh, descendants of these horses. Right. What do they do in the winter, though? Because it's not like Maryland is a fucking tropical uh, oh, I don't know. place of that. paradise. But it's weird how the horses, they in the video, they are. They're right along where all the people are laying out on the beach and whatnot. So I thought that was kind of weird. So I, I just it was also just interesting and to it, hear about so these horses. So it kicked them in the junk? Yep. And what and happened to the speedo. dude? What happened to the dude? Uh, he fell over. They didn't get into Did like what happened. Did they take him to the hospital? Was there say. video of that? Say, I want video of that. Well, here's the video of the guy getting kicked. Yeah, that's what I want. The video oh, of the dude getting kicked. What yeah. do you think I want? I don't know. I thought you said of him going to the hospital. Well, that too. But I mean, I want to see the video of him getting kicked in the balls. Why is anyone taking a picture of, of uh, get him bigger. getting kicked in the balls anyway? Well, they probably, because they were telling him not to do it. And so somebody's probably filming it, saying this guy isn't listening. He's being stupid. The, Why it is looks it like the going? video's over, Jamie. I think the video was like five seconds. It is not very long. Here it goes. All right. It's going. Now you there's video, an ad. Do you have sound on or no? Oh, no, but there's an ad. There's a stupid ad for Xfinity Virgin Mobile or, or something, something dumb. Yeah. Oops. You pay by the gig. I used to get paid by the gig. <laughs> Bad. Here we go. All right, there's horses. Boom, horse was kicked in the groin after attending to pet a wild horse at the beach. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so that just gives a little caption of the island. They don't bit. look like they're very big horses. No, but look how like, uh, they're he's the like, horses. Oh, I'm touching you. Oh, wham, yes. He looks like he was on a beach in France wearing some sort of like banana hugger. Yeah. It's a old man. Clearly, it's always an old man wearing these mm -hmm. banana hammock things. Yep. Uh, and he got kicked in the balls. It must have been like a, clan uh, a glancing blow because he kind of like looked up. He wasn't like doubled over in pain. You get kicked in the balls, uh, period, you're going to be doubled over in pain. You get kicked in the balls by a horse, you're dead. When you're really old... Do you still feel the pain in your balls? I would only imagine as such, Jamie. Oh. Uh, I don't oh. think that that sensation ever goes away. I don't think it deadens. I don't think it's like your taste buds where it just doesn't work <laughs> anymore, right? Maybe he had cancer. Maybe his balls were just hanging so low they, they were down by him. his knees. <laughs> that, yeah, 
hey, you know, you kick me in the ground. I don't give a shit. My balls are down by oh, my yeah, knees. Oh, yeah, I did actually see something kind of waving wave, back and forth there. Yeah, But it's just, just weird gross. how the horses are right there on the beach with all those people. Well, I mean, it is their home. I know. So there you it's go. It's funny to me. Watch out for apples. Road apples. Yeah, beach apples. Beach apples, right. Yeah. It would be uh, Bades. Yeah. Bades! That's a double A there, too. So, uh, All right, that's the podcast, I think, everybody. Uh, yeah, we're done. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, with Stu and Jamie, we're no longer with Graham anymore. No. Grandma moved out of the house. Uh, Graham left us uh, some shit. He left that uh, thing of blasted. Oh, that yeah. uh, pizza flavored ranch horse shit. So gonna... Uh, I'm going to end with this, everybody, and then we're going to take it over to Facebook Live, and uh, I'm going to do shots of blasted. Gross. Are we just telling people that Graham moved out instead of saying that Wean Dog killed him? Well, you can say whatever you want to say, <laughs> but when he shows up somewhere, they'll be like, oh, fuck! Your consciousness, consciousness moved into a different body, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. So I uh, appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. A freebie every Monday and Thursday. We do a, a Patreon on the weekend as well, too. Just five bucks for that. And I like to remind people a lot of that five bucks is also just uh, you're helping pay for the freebie as well, too. So yeah. hopefully you would enjoy this podcast enough. Enough. And uh, that you feel like, hey, it's worth my five bucks. Because you're getting any, you're getting close to three hours a week of uh, entertainment, hopefully, from us. Right. So there you go. <laughs> uh, please go like the fan page on Facebook. Please go like the Twitter. I did have a Twitter poll up yesterday. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, Jamie got a bag of candy from her coworkers yeah. uh, with some of the worst fucking candy uh, in it. Uh, the candy bars were Baby Ruth, Butterfinger, and Nestle Crunch. So I asked which was the best. Jamie, which one do you think uh, is the best? And then which one do you think won? The Baby Ruth. I would agree. Baby Ruth is the best of the three. Which do you think won? Mm, Butterfinger. No, Baby Ruth did win. Oh. Uh, I thought it would win much bigger. I thought it would win with at least 50% of the vote. It didn't. Huh. It only had 44%. Uh, Butterfinger had 38%, and somehow Nestle Crunch, which is a fucking awful candy bar, got 19% of the vote. I like Nestle Crunches, too. Nestle Crunch is gross. I don't know why they make huh. it. I know what I wanted to say. I'm going to make those... Uh, oh, yes, Mark E.R. from yeah. uh, New Orleans. Uh, Jamie's going to make the beignets yeah. on for, Thursday. For Thursdays, yep. We'll, we'll try. Jamie's got off this week. She's uh, sitting around being a bum. Yeah, and before I start my other job. Yep, so she's enjoying the time off. Yep. She'll make those. We'll uh, give a review of the beignets on uh, Thursday. Yep. And that's it. So go check out the Facebook Live. I'm going to do some shots of Blasted because I hate my life. Yeah, gross. It's super gross. So we'll see. Stu's going to die. I'm going to die. We'll Protect see. your consciousness. <laughs> see you on Thursday. Kick it. <laughs>